What's up? What's up, y'all? It's keeping it real with Miss Breaker, and today I got a new guest on the platform. Introduce yourself. Introduce yourself. Caramel Delight. Yes, Caramel Delight. Pleased to be here with you. This is my blood. This is my family. So you know we can be keeping it real with y'all. How you been doing, Cuz? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm glad to be here with you today. I'm glad you're here, too. It's been a while since we've seen each other. We've been gearing up for this. We've been missing each other, saying mm-hmm. we're going to do this. You hit me up and said, because yeah. podcast, big girls. I'm like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We always yeah. got to have those topics, because I feel like we don't have enough of these conversations, you know? And you have you watched uh, Lizzo's Big Girls yet? I haven't because I don't watch TV. Really? We talked about Yes, that. we talked about this. Yes, TV. yes, yes. You be, you're a busy woman. <laughs> yes. But anyways, that show, she kind of really emphasizes the everyday struggles of being an artist as a big girl, having to be sexy, having to separate yourself from, you know, the crowd influencing negativity and calling her fat, calling her, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. But it's so interesting because as Caribbean women, we are more, we're more thicker than right. most women. You know what I mean? And it's a cultural thing. So it's right. like when you're in a society where all the women around you are big, it doesn't really hold. For me, I didn't really care too much. My mom, she was a big girl too. And I didn't really care too much about what other people thought of me because of how she, you know, presented herself. Right. You know, but what are the struggles you think? that big girls go through the most when it comes to um, insecurities and being confident? I think it depends. So um, over years, like I've, my weight have yo-yoed. So I haven't always been big. My issues been more so is I've always had big legs. Yeah. I've always had, um, I've always been bottom heavy. I've had a, a big butt. Yeah. You know, when um, people identify me, sometimes people, oh, Talina with the big butt, you know? Yeah. So for me, um, it gives you kind of a complex. Um, and I have a teenager that's dealing with that now, you know? Yeah. Um, she said she was at school and two girls was two uh, Caucasian girls. Because as you know, I live in a predominantly Caucasian community. Yeah. Um. And my daughter's 16, but she's very shapely. Yeah. You know, she's bottom heavy. She has she has the shape a lot of women are paying for now. Yeah, that's true. You know what true. I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's what I tried to get her to understand. Like, embrace who you are and love, love who body. you are. Love yes. your body. Body positive, you know. Um, For me, it's been a struggle as far as a stomach issue. You know what I'm saying? My thing's been is I don't like this weight I gain around my stomach. I think for most women that's been big, though, their whole life, I guess their struggles are different than someone who gains weight, who's not used to, you know, who's not used to weight. I'm not used to having a whole bunch of weight. You know, I'm used to, okay, if I gain some weight, I'm going to get this weight off. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, Now being a little bit older, and trying to exercise and get this weight off, this stuff ain't melting off the same. Cause yeah. <laughs> this stuff. No, I, I I say the same to myself. Like I'm like I gotta. I want to change my eating. I'm doing all that, and I've lost the weight. 
I was walking five miles every day for three three days out of the week just so that nice. I can get some exercise because I was going through a lot of emotions after my mom passed. So changing that for myself, or I had to do that to learn how to love myself again. Right. Being outside in nature, walking, right. thinking, 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 but also listening to music without words. Right. Because that was my only way of coping without having any interruptions with myself. Right. You know, so that's what I had to do. But it is hard, like, especially women, for women, it's hard for women to lose that belly weight. Right. It's really hard to lose that back fat. It's it's hard right. to lose the thick legs. It's right. <laughs> it's just embedded in us and it's generational. So it's like, you know, it's so hard to say like, well, yeah, there's some women that are fortunate enough that have the nice weight that looks appealing to the eye of society. But then there are women who are on the heavier side. Right. I think the struggles of... Uh being a woman that's heavier is the pressures of society. Yeah. I think that's where the issue comes in. Um, a lot of society doesn't make it okay. They don't make it okay that when you gain weight, it's like they're being shamed. Yeah. You know, and as I said, women are paying for bodies now. They are. And it's so sad because that's, I, I came up here before and I said, like, it's this, crazy how young women are doing this to their body right. when they haven't even had children yet. Right. You don't even know how your body's going to change, how your body's going right. to be affected by that. And Lord knows you don't even know what this study is. You don't right. even know if your skin, your skin is supposed to stretch because you are a woman who can give life. So it's hard when women are cha- making these changes instead of just going to the gym or doing the old, the taking the time to accept patience and building that confidence to say, like, I worked hard for this, but it's hard because some women feel like they don't do, they don't have enough, they don't do enough, and I know it's hard because that's just how our body and our hormones work. So it's men lose weight faster than women, right. like you know what I mean. So they're they have a faster metabolism than we do. So it's like, you know, how do we move around that? But it's like we got to really do more body positive. We need to love. And show body appreciation because it's like there's too many. Every, every time you look on freaking Instagram and you scroll and everybody's bodies are starting to look the same. You can't tell the difference. And it it's all coming down to, um, unfortunately, it's all coming down to booties. Mm-hmm. Booties. It was, the, it was the boobs era for a while. But then it's like now everybody wants the hips and the butt. <laughs> You know, I feel like the boob ever was a uh, was a Caucasian thing. Yeah, I never wanted boobs. I, I'm fortunately blessed with them. And I, <laughs> that's my mama. But it's like it's I, it's annoying because that attention is not. Yeah, I never wanted uh, bigger boobs. I don't know. My boobs didn't really grow until after like my second kid giving birth even with him they kind of weren't there but the third maybe is when they came and they stayed kind of like hey but even now like i've said oh i want a reduction and some some of my friends was like what what is this like you know i had a couple of people who i know who had uh reductions and they got reduced to my size and they like bitch reduction i got reduced to your size what you talk about a reduction i'm like so for a lot of people don't realize i have a petite body yeah i have a petite body um because of uh 
stress really does a job on me. Yeah. Stress does a job on me where I do gain weight with stress. Yeah. And it's not even through eating. That's the thing. I don't eat enough. Like right now I'm uh, doing this high protein diet. Mm-hmm. My doctor has me on a high protein diet. Eat more protein. Stay full a little bit longer. But at the same time, I'm, um, I'm taking a medicine that's suppressing my appetite. So it's they're like counteracting. It's it's a weird, weird, weird. Yeah. It's this weird diet they got me on, and I'm following it because I'm trying to kick it. I don't want to become diabetic. Mm-hmm. So it's like all these pressures in the world of trying not to be such a big girl. Like a lot of people look at me and they say, you're not that heavy. You know, a lot of people are scared to say, oh, I'm this amount of, um, I weigh this, I weigh that. Yeah. You know, um, just a couple of months ago, I was at like 240. And lo- a lot of people be like, there's no way you're at 240. I'm only 5'1". And yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people say, you know, Talina, well, you still got a shape. So just because I got a shape don't mean I'm not at a certain weight yeah. or I'm not big. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm huge. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So people don't understand that aspect. Being in society and today and being a big girl, it's just a lot of, it's a lot of pressures that come along with it. It does. It does come with a lot of pressure. It really does. Especially in a black community, I feel like. I don't know about, you know, you're Caribbean, but I have family from the South that's so quick to be like, oh, girl, you getting big. You just get every time I see you, you getting big. And it's like that, too. Sometimes family influence and securities on you because of judgment. And for me, I really didn't pay attention to it because, like I said, my mother always spoke to me about loving myself and self-love and my dad, too. Like, who cares what people say about you? You're beautiful. You know, you're beautiful the way that you are. If you want to make changes for yourself, do it for you, but don't do it for no one else. Right. So having that um, having that support when it comes to those insecurities, backlashes from your family, right. I will say is very beneficial. But it's hard because black people just don't know how to not make a weight a bad thing. You know, it's, and then it's like when you lose weight, oh, you look so skinny. You ain't eating. You need to eat. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm too big. Now I'm too fucking skinny. <laughs> I went away one time with, um, I had just had my third kid. I was like early 30s, I think. No, late 20s, almost 30. Had my third kid. I went away with my home girl. We hadn't seen each other in in years. Yeah. And um, we went away to New York for Carnival. And we're in a hotel room getting dressed. You know, girls mm-hmm. get dressed. We don't care. We, we don't care our friends see our bodies. It's yep. nothing. It's nothing. You know, we getting dressed. And she goes to me, oh, my God. <laughs> I never thought I would see the day where you would gain so much weight. Uh-uh. I swear to God. She's like, I see you still got a butt, though. And I was just like, but she was just saying all type of stuff about my weight. Yeah. And that moment, and already I was dealing with like issues. And what I had brought to New York with me was like this one piece zip up like sweatsuit thing. Like, mm-hmm. so it was already, it was like a fitting thing. And I thought I was, was it like a romper almost like it was like a romper, okay. but it was like a, um, it was like a sweatsuit. Oh, one. that's cute. Yeah. It was, it was so cute, but right. Mm-hmm. But I put it on. And all of a sudden, I seen this big ass stomach sticking out. 
But when I when I originally tried it on, cause it wasn't even bad. It looked cute to me when I tried it on originally. Like I was like, oh, I'm gonna be in New York. I'm about to turn up. I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm about to get. And then all of a sudden, she just put like this black cloud on me. Yeah. She gave me like this. Um, and this was somebody that she was a little bit older, and I always looked up to her. Yeah. And she's like, she's always had a nice body. And but if so, for somebody. She just let me know because she's always had a nice shape. Um, she wasn't the cutest in the face and her heart wasn't the purest. And I had to step back and think about it. Like, you know what? I'm like, it's not it's about what I her. look. Yep. I said, it's not what I look like on the outside. I'm like, cause you know what? I'm like, I don't have a messed up heart. I don't treat people yeah. messed up. I'm like, I'm not a messed up person. I said, you know what? I might not have a figure eight no more. I'm like, but you know what? I'm like, the way her attitude is, she got a stink attitude. She's always had a stink attitude. I just look by it because I'm a genuine person. And I look as far as I look at people for who they are and not, you know, not what you could do for me or blahzy, blahzy, blah. Yeah. But I started that moment. I started realizing how nasty her attitude was and who she really was. Yeah. Girl, when I dropped that girl off. It must have been like three thirty, four o'clock in the morning. Damn. Her um when we left New York, her alley was dark. She could have been raped, stabbed, killed, anything. She got her suitcase out the trunk. I ain't even wait for her to open the door. I dropped her off and hauled ass. She was I I left her in her dark alley by herself. Cause I said, you are so black, so gloomy, so dark, so miserable. You don't deserve my time. And that was like one of my biggest memories of someone trying to shame me because of who I am. You know, just because a person gained weight, just because a person, you know, because a person's bigger, just because a person that doesn't define who they are, you know, that's true. And the thing about, you know, the thing about girls out here is sometimes you get some big girls who they're out here and they're they're putting themselves out there by sleeping with a lot of guys. Yeah. You know, um, someone. One of my exes had said to me one time and he showed he shared this thing with me where he was like, oh, men sleep with. That's okay. He was like men sleep with who they can sleep with. Women sleep with who they want. Yes, that's true. And um, it's true. And he was like and I was like, so how real do you feel about that? Because I want to hear the take from a man's perspective. perspective, Right. Mm -hmm. And he said. It's true. I said, so you telling me there's women that you don't want to sleep with, but you sleep with them just because you can? Mm-hmm. He said, absolutely. <laughs> so I looked at him. I'm like, nigga, was you just sleeping with me because you couldn't? <laughs> <laughs> For real. But it was. Yeah. But but that gave me a reality because I had to stop and look at myself. And I realized, like, you know what? I said, it's true because there's so many there's so many guys that have tried to sleep with me and I'm like, no, thank you. Like, I don't want to sleep with you. You know, I would love to be friends with you. I would love to hang out with you. And I have to tell guys sometime, like I'm such a dope 
soul. Like I'm a dope vibe. Yeah. Like I'm a whole vibe. I'm I'm when I'm when I'm at my best and I'm in a good space. I'm a clown. Yeah. Look, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm a happy soul. I like to have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, anybody who knows me knows I love dancing. Yeah. You know, like let's go let's go out to a club and go dancing. You know, let's go yeah. out to eat. Let's go chill. Let's go have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, let's do something that you're not doing every day. I don't want to go to your place. We don't have to go to my place. Yeah. And because I'm a big girl, don't think that I'm desperate because trust it. There's Mm -hmm. eight other of you that's on the back of my heels. Mm -hmm. It's like, don't think I'm desperate because I'm big, not desperate. Big does not equal desperate. It doesn't. And so it's like, um, big don't equal low self-esteem. Big don't equal that something's wrong with me. Big just equals that there's more to love. Yes. That's it. Yep, there's more to love. More to love. <laughs> <laughs> Amen to that. I love that. There's more to love. And it's true. It's like, you know, there's so many different men that you meet and you, every man, for me, I've learned, like, I just don't deal with anyone that has the idea of, oh, that's what you want only from me. Like, no. Right. And I tell them, I'm straight up. Like, I'll be like, nah, you know, I see where you're going with your game. Right. And I'm picking up on it, and I'm not the one. So you can go test another big girl and see if she's going to have that same energy. And they end up just, you know, not talking to me. And and it's cool because I'm better off having not to deal with something and make a mistake rather than just saying it up front and being like, no. I, I peep your game. Your game is not running. Try something else because it's not working. And you're a beautiful young lady. Like you're like you're beautiful. Thank you. Cause you're beautiful too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're beautiful. So it's like, that's the thing about it is when you're, when, when you're a natural, beautiful woman, you get like a flock, you get this flock of guys. And sometimes it can be annoying. Um, my friends laugh because I find all these red flags with guys. Me too. It'd be like, <laughs> it'd be all like the red, red flags. flags, red flag, yep. red flag, red flag. Like, um, I recently got out of a relationship. It, uh, it was it, it, the relationship was so funny because, like, I made like a total ass of myself for that relationship. <laughs> like, I was putting my shit out there on Facebook. I was yeah. like, you know what I'm saying. But not only me, but, like, I would be out with him. And it's friends I've had from, like, people who watch me grow up, like older guys that watch me grow up, where they've never tried to hit on me or anything. And he would, like, spaz out. Like, one guy he spazzed out at. Um, he just do crazy. He would do, like, crazy stuff. Cause, And the thing about it is I had to come to a realization, like, he's a he's – a, Jamaican guy and that Mm -hmm. was one of the things is we both know like that whole culture thing yeah you know I'm saying being being West Indian women you know the whole culture thing that was one of my things is I never wanted to date any guy that was Jamaican West Indian Mm -hmm. um having West Indian men in my family um 
you know, I mean, yeah. we're probably <laughs> we're probably one of four, maybe five, who born here. Everybody's yeah. born here because everybody's born in Barbados. Mm-hmm. Nobody's everybody born in Barbados. Yeah, yep. nobody's really born here. Um, and um, so for me, even the difference. I'm not saying there's not good West Indian men. I'm not saying there's not good Jamaican men. But what I am saying is that culturally and the way women who were born back home deal with cheating is definitely much different than an American born woman. Yeah. I am an American born woman. And so I deal with, I deal with cheating different. I turn up. Me too. I turn the the fuck fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Turn the fuck up. You can't, it's not, you can't be light with that shit. Yeah. I turn up. So that's a problem. Yeah. So for me, that's a problem. So that's one of the things that I tell guys if I start dating them, listen, because I got two sides to me. I'm like, yes, I am an American born woman, but yes, I do have my father's uh, West Indian side. I got a temper. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you now. That temper, when it flares, I don't know how to turn it off. For real. I will say with age um, and maturity, I have gotten better. I have. I will say because I've gotten so much better. I'm so. Oh, yes. I'm so proud of myself. (laughs) I gotten so better that I was able to walk away from that situation. Thank God. Thank God. I, I have to praise my higher powers because. I had to walk away from that situation because I was going to kill me a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Yeah, but um, yeah, but being a big girl in today's society, like people had to realize big don't mean desperate guys. Yeah, don't. And ladies, just because you're big. You got to love on yourself. Yeah. You got to love on yourself. And you can tell yourself. when a big girl doesn't love herself. Yes, you, you can, can tell, you can see it. And it's like, you know, you try to encourage them and, you know, but it's everybody got to go through their thing on their own terms. But you can tell when a big girl is not loving on herself and she's just desperate. There are women that are that that act like this because they don't know any other way to find that love and that that connection or finding a man to be attracted to them. So it's like. But even a man can see that too. So he, you're gonna get played both ways, right? Men pick up on uh, cues. They you do. Know? I said to one of my friends recently, because um, she said she, she said recently white guys been hitting on her, and um, I said so. I said it's some characteristics that you're displaying that they're attracted to. Yeah, because she said I don't know why all of a sudden, all of a sudden, I said sis. I said, so with some characteristics, I said, it might be some good characteristics. It might be some bad characteristics. I said, what kind of white guys? I said, is it your Eminem white guy <laughs> or is it your, uh, your, your Bill Gates? Like what kind of white guys? <laughs> to get yeah. Like what level of white are you talking? I said, I said you know, um, I said, is Tom Cruise coming around or yeah. is, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you gotta, um, I said, it's all about what level. You know what I'm saying? It's like what level brother that's trying to hit on you. And I had to realize with myself because I'm like, you know what? I said, I'm attracting, I'm attracting what I'm putting out there. Yeah. So I had to, I stepped back and I was like, oh shoot. 
I was like, I'm putting out there. I'm putting out there's something that I'm lacking within myself because I'm picking up the wrong type of man. Yeah. It's the energy that you're giving off that's attracting those type of men. Right. Yeah. Right. And I told her, you know, I go through a lot of, I, oh God, because I, so I've been on my own uh, pretty much since I was 15, 16, and I've gone through a lot. And I'm like an open book to my friends yeah, and my family. I'm an open book. I'm not afraid to admit it. I made some mistakes along the line in friendships, uh, parenting. I made, I made a lot of mistakes in life. And so I'm always open to everybody and sharing. Um, yeah. Some people like to think like, oh, she overshares. I don't overshare. I just hope that I can help the next person not to have to go through the pain and suffering that I've gone through. Yeah. You know, so I'm okay with that. I'm okay with sharing. You know, that's what life is about. In order to get to the top, you have to be able to know um, how to share because the more you share, the more you able to reflect and realize, okay, this is where I made the mistakes. When we harbor feelings, when we harbor experiences, we keep them inside and we never really get the experience and really feel. Um, one of the, uh, there's an artist, Anaya, what is it? Anaya? Anaya Loomis. I yeah, think it is. I like her. She's yeah. an R and B artist, oh, I right? Love, oh, I love. She's her. short, right? Yeah, yeah, I love her. She, I like her music because she really be talking her shit, right. and she don't care. And she's like, right. "Yeah, I'm a big girl." You know, she. I like her because she really shows the world a different light of a, a different side of a big girl. Even though she don't, she look. I think she has surgery. I feel like she did too because she was she was hiding for a while, you know. She was gone for she a just couple had months. a baby, and she now did, she's yo. skinny. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, if that's what you do, okay, you do you, boo. But um, but I still like her. So I like the messages that she sends, and I like her rawness, her real. Yeah. Um, and when I was like in the midst of, because I was I was like I was like depressed. I was on TikTok doing some crazy shit. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was on TikTok and I'm like doing all kind of crazy this on TikTok because yeah. that's how I used to send my messages. I used to send my messages because I knew his dumb ass was going to watch TikTok to see what I was doing next. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So I so I was on TikTok and um I was like one of her songs, uh, you know, I think it's like the best thing I never had. Um, and what she, one, one of the lines she says is I had to feel it to let it hurt. And that's one of the things like as women Mm -hmm. and me and you was talking about that. And it's not even just as women, as humans, Yeah, we don't want to feel shit. Yeah. We want to be numb to everything. We don't want to feel no emotion. We don't want to feel no pain. And it's sad. We shouldn't right. do that. We should experience and go through every emotion. So we don't live with the truth. So there's that so there's where you bring back to this big girl thing. That's part of the dealings with some women and being big. They live in this imaginary world. And it's like, you know what? If you want to feel like a size two, that's fine. You can feel like a size two. Yeah. But boo, 
you're never going to be a size two. And let's be real. You can be sexy. You can be, you can be the same as the next woman Mm -hmm. and you can do it with class. Yes, you can. You can do it with class. You know, it's some bathing suits that I've seen some of my friends that's big wear. I'll never wear them. I got too much stomach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got too much stomach. My stomach is not shaped the same way theirs is shaped. Yeah. I got four kids. My stomach is different, you know. My stomach is, is, is a little bit different. Yeah. This shit here is set up a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Yeah. So I can't put on certain things because my robes fall a little bit different. Yeah. But it's like you can wear that, but I can't wear that. And that's okay. But some of them have to know their limits is, you know, their limits as well. Yeah. And I don't put limits on anybody, but it's like have some, have a certain amount of self-respect for yourself. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to do certain things, you know, you don't have to jump into bed with every guy. You don't have to, you know, you're big, not handicapped. Like you don't have to feel sorry for yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Start by walking. Go walking, sis. Go to the, you know, start going walking. Put yourself on a certain meal plan. Yeah. You know, um, I can't speak to an eating disorder because I don't have that issue. I don't eat enough. Yeah. Stress is my issue. You know, I don't eat enough. Um, I don't struggle with eating healthy food. I love healthy food. I grew up off of vegetables, fruits. I'm not a big starcher. Only starch I my downfall is when it comes to rice and beans. Yeah. I try to shy away from cooking rice and beans. Yeah. Because I'm bad. Our culture, that's all it I is, know. rice and it's, beans. Because it's bad. I try to shy from rice and beans, so I'll try other stuff. Pasta, you could have pasta. I'm not a pasta person. I love pasta. Do you? I'm not mm-hmm. a pasta person, but if you're going to give me some coconut rice and beans... Some Spanish rice and beans. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm all for it. I could sit and eat a bowl. <laughs> I screw a bowl. I could eat a pot. Yeah, for real. I love rice and beans. <laughs> yeah, but that um, you know, in the West Indian culture, West Indian men love big girls. Yeah, and so that's like uh, lately I'm noticing. <laughs> that's who's gravitating towards me. I'm like, would y'all get away? Yeah, no bull. That's that's get me. away. That's what I'm feeling too. Mm. I mean, there are some black American men that do gravitate to me, but it's more Caribbean than there are. And I'm like, jeez, y'all. I'm like, why are you here? <laughs> For real. <laughs> why are you bothering me right now? So your father's been trying to get me to come visit him in Barbados. Yeah. And that's all he keeps saying is, because when you get down here, they're going to love you. Because <laughs> I don't want them to that's, love me. Yeah. <laughs> he said the same thing to me. He's like, you know, you're a woman now, so I really can't say nothing. But I don't want no trouble. Don't be giving me no trouble when you get down here. I'm like, Dad, stop. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm serious. These men, they they'll come up to you, they'll talk to you, they'll they'll do anything to talk to you. I'm like, Dad, Somebody like can. I can't. But it's true. Like they love big women. Yeah, they love big women. I'm like, so 
Yeah, it's. It, I think it's the pressure of the media, like the video girls. You know. Yeah. It's sad. A lot of a lot of females are altering their body so bad, though. I'm not gonna lie. I want me some lipo for this tummy. <laughs> <laughs> I want my tummy going. See, but that's different. You <sighs> had your kids already. Right. There are women my age doing this to their bodies. I know. And yeah. it's like you don't know. I know. You don't know the consequence that's going to come with that when you do have kids. Oh, and it's true. It's true. You um, know? You don't know if that that is a lead way to miscarriages. You don't right. know if that is a health, uh, you know, a health, a medical health emergency situation where it's like it might affect your life right. you know life threatening you don't know so it's like <sighs> yeah I don't knock nobody for wanting a better body I don't knock them because I'm trying to tell y'all y'all let this belly go flat I'm gonna be a magic city baby <laughs> <laughs> for real dropping that it like it's hot onyx Shit. here I come no <laughs> <laughs> Where, yeah. where Caramel Delight at? She working Onyx on the weekends. <laughs> but no, but I, I mean, I understand it. Um, yeah. it's, it's so much that goes on around us. And um, what woman don't want to put something on and look good? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Every woman wants what? to feel beautiful. Every woman wants that right, attention. Right. So I, I get it. Yeah. I, honestly, Can you pass me a ginger ale on that? That um, mini fridge, please. I can, I can. <laughs> it should be at the top, on the very top shelf. It might be deep back there, but it's, oh, it's yeah, in there. You can have one, too, if you want. Nah, we live, and we I'm just doing what we doing. It don't matter. We do what we want to do at this point. I'm still sipping on my tea. <laughs> it's early early morning tea, cuz. Yeah, early morning tea. Did that link to me? Yeah, I did. I okay, sent it to you. I'm going to send that link to the people couldn't join us um, on Facebook. Yeah. I'm going to get y'all that. Because we live. We live. Don't be afraid to hop up on here and share your thoughts on, you know, being a big girl, your attraction to big women, or, you know, whatever it is that you think and feel. Because at the end of the day, you know, we all learn something from each other. And I know one thing that for sure is, you know, when you have conversations like this, this opens up a different, a different rabbit hole into hearing another person's perspective on, you know, body types and, you know, yeah, we talk about it, yeah, but, you know, big, even big men have more attraction than big women. We can talk about that too. Like, there are a lot of big men that don't necessarily get body shame like big women they so quick to call fat women fat with the f not with the ph and it's like it's so sad because it's like why is it so quick for you to body shame a woman but when you see a man it's like oh he still looks good he still looks good for him for him to be a big boy he's just a teddy bear it's the, it should be the same women are teddy bears too so i gotta tell you that's the one thing I'm not attracted to big guys. Really? I, I like hard, the football looking. I like them to be thick. I have a hard time with big guys. I'm not going to front. I do. 
I'm I'm guilty. I don't shame them. <laughs> you don't shame them. I know. I don't shame. I don't shame. Yeah, you shouldn't them. shame nobody. You know, no. everybody's different. Everybody's built different. Everybody loves different. I never shame. That's the one thing I I disagree with people who shame people. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I don't think anybody should be shaming anybody because we all look different. Yes, we do. We're all different shapes and sizes. I don't think anybody should be um I don't think anybody should be shaming anybody. Yeah. You know. Oh, you gotta turn the camera. Oh. But hold on, let me uh edit this and change it up some with the tags. Cause it's just you know, we all like go through so many different things and have so many different experiences. Right. And it's more of a situation where you have to really find self-love. Right. You really got to have that love for yourself to know what you want for you and how you want to be presented in life. Like me, when I first cut my hand, I was wearing my earrings. I wasn't sitting here walking around looking for attention. I was changing my image because I wanted to see a better version of myself and be a better version of myself. So... People, men, and men would be like, good morning, queen. You look nice this morning. I'd be like, thank you, king. And, like, that's the energy that I get. And so I reciprocate that energy that's given. Right. Every time I would go somewhere, oh, you look beautiful, queen. Thank you. He right. identified me as a queen. He ain't, he ain't calling me nothing else but that. Right. And I was like, wow, I pick up on the energy I feel when I'm walking around certain people and people pick up on it. And I'm like, you know, it's that energy that you give. So it really does have a lot to do with. That's cool. You know, like it really does have a lot to do with how you, you know, love yourself and how you really just have the idea of what you want in a sense, like knowing what you want to do and knowing how you want to have it. Because a lot of times women, we don't always, we, we get so caught up in our emotions and we get so caught up on comparing ourselves to other women because the society has our mindsets built on top of, oh, well, you have to have a good body to look good and all this bullshit right. where it distracts the simple fact that like growing up, I mean, you and I grew up in a different time, but we can both say we haven't seen a princess on TV that was a big girl. Right. All the princesses are skinny, fucking pencil skinny. Well, I'm going to tell you, this show you know, got a little thick the now. On, the only one they got up. is Fiona from Shrek. You know that TV, that movie, Shrek? At least they got her. Cause they got her. She's up. the only one. But why is she ugly? Why is she green? Like, come on. Like, you know how they identify big women? Oh, well, she's ugly. She's green. But... Fiona, she looks good for a big girl, but they oh, make her look that. ugly because she's green. She got these weird looking ears. That's the only fucking princess they have that's a big girl. So but I, she can also change into being skinny if so, she chooses to be pretty. That's yeah, fucked up. That's a trigger for me. I have a friend who's been big her whole life. And I hate when people say to me, oh, your friend, she's big, but she's pretty. 
what the fuck is she supposed to be? Yeah. What do that's, that's what do her weight got to justify? Why is her weight justifying her looks? Like your looks, your weight, your heart, nothing equals out. Because there's some girls who's skinny and their heart's ugly. Their face is mm-hmm. ugly. There's some girls who's absolutely gorgeous in the physical, but they're ugly. Yep. I know a lot of girls. I know a lot of girls who are probably who could probably go and get a model job right now, go get a job as a model, but they'll never freaking probably make it because of the nastiness. They probably ain't gonna make it past the first stage because they're so nasty. They got a dark, gloomy heart in the inside. Yeah. You know. So it's like, what's it's like? What's that supposed to mean? Yeah. You know, don't say you're, you know. Because it's times I've mentioned my weight to people and they'll go, but you're still beautiful. I never said I had issues. Yeah, with right. <laughs> and people don't, people get that confused. It's like <laughs> weight doesn't have anything to do with beauty. It can be a health situation at this point. Like, I want to feel healthy. I want to feel good about my body. And that's all it is. Cause... You know what I mean? It's not necessarily, oh, this is what's going to make me beautiful. No, I am beautiful. I've always been. It's just. Excuse me. Something about my body right now isn't fitting for me, and I want to change that. Not to look beautiful, but to feel good. Right. I'm like, listen, the face card never declines, boo. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, listen, I'm like, I'm far from ugly. For real. We are far from ugly. Listen. Listen, we ain't got no ugly ducklings in office. We sure do. <laughs> we all just about look alike. We sure do. Oh, my gosh. Our jeans are so strong. It's crazy. I know. I was looking. I was, tell, I, I was telling my little boo. I said, my little cousin. I said, I'm going to do I said, I'm going to do a podcast with my little cousin. I said, I got to take a picture. I'm going to take a picture and show you. I said, she look like Gigi. I said, it's so crazy. I said, well, Gigi look like her. I said, it don't make no sense. I said, my first cousin, I said, my first cousin's daughter looked like my three-year-old granddaughter. That's like, I was like my that uncle, scary. My, my, my dad's brother, his his last baby looks just like me. It's crazy. I know. I seen the he pictures. He'd be like, yo, she, that's your twin. Like, every time I look at her, I just, I just picture you as a but baby. But see, that's because you look like Tammy, too. But I, <laughs> yeah. But I told him, I said, because when I seen the kids, I told I told Tim, I'm like, you ain't got nothing but a bunch of little Tammies running around. Mm-hmm. I said, I said why you kids his look oldest. like your sister? Oh my goodness, yes, especially his oldest. I was like, why you? I said, why your kids look like you? I was like, that don't make no. That sense. don't make no sense. Said, it don't make no sense. <laughs> it's, it's like Val's father. I never seen Val's father, my first cousin, a day in my life. Really? I was, yeah, I probably was a baby when he got deported. I probably was a baby when he got deported. Never seen him a day in my life. Went to her house, seen the picture, and there's Terry sitting there. And my mother went over there with me. And my mother's never seen my cousin before. My mother looked and had to take a double look and said, wait, is that Terry? How did she get that picture? I never seen that picture. I said, Ma, that's not Terry. That's my first cousin, Hannah. I said, that's Val's dad. And she was like, what? I said, yeah. I said, wow. Like, I'm like, my dad's genes is so strong. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm just glad it's not an ugly strong because I yeah. done seen some females. They look Yo, like their yes, daddy. They look like their daddy. Ooh, they, oh, it, ain't, it ain't always a beautiful thing. Like, but... I seen one last week and I said, woo. 
<laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's a stigma that we need to change, and I think it changes as at a um, young age. Yeah, you know? and that's the thing. I've been trying to, um, especially with my sixteen-year-old. I've been, and I know it's hard for her because of her having, you know, she has a bad body, you know. She has what they paying. I told her, I said, girl, I said, you don't even know. They paying. I said, they paying like they weigh. They pay more than they weigh. Mm-hmm. I said, I told her, I said, one day she came and she's like, mom, it's so annoying. She said, these white girls asked me, how does it feel to have the biggest butt in the school? I said, let me explain something to you. I said, girl, they taking loans for that body. They sure is. <laughs> they sure I is. They're they they going all out for that body. You better love that body, I baby. I said, you better love your body. I said, they taking loans for that body. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, let me tell you something. And she's like, I just, I just wish I could just be skinny. I said, you, I said, you're not fat. Yeah, she's not. You're curvy. I said, you are not fat. I said, listen, I said, all you got to do is, all you got to do is keep working out and maintain your body. I said, you're not fat. I said, love who you are from the inside to the outside. Yeah. You know, she went on this hair journey. She's she's still on this like hair journey, learning about uh, her hair. And I'm struggling with that. Shit, I still don't know about my hair. I'm learning about my hair, and it's like uh, every time there's always something different. But I just it's growing a lot, and I'm loving the growth. It's just it's it's hard to maintain because it's so thick, and it does take a long time. Yeah, um, my hair went through a thick stage, and then it's it's not thin. It's not. It's just weird. Um, yeah. We got whatever that uh, sergeant stuff is going on. <laughs> uh, I told, I was laughing because I'm like, yeah, we got that mixed chick uh, here going on. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you've seen your great grandfather's here. But yeah, I have. My grandfather's here is like curly, wavy, kind of like, uh, yeah, he has a weird, I've never even seen a mulatto person with hair like that. Yeah. His hair is weird, weird. Yeah, it's like a weird and thick. Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird, weird hair. But then I guess my grandmother's wouldn't help for to add her in because you look at her and she's like, it's like straight nigga city there. Mm-hmm. And then you look at my grandfather and it's like, what happened here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I know before your grandmother passed away, I was asking her like, I'm like, auntie, what do you do with your hair? Cause my hair just be like, I'm like, mm mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. It changes, like it changes. Sometimes it, like some part of my hair is straight, part of my hair is curly, mm-hmm. one another part is wavy, and I be mm-hmm. like, uh uh-uh. uh, that's me, and I be like, this is some weirdness going on. Yeah, it's a lot of weirdness, and it's like I gotta, I gotta. It's like if I don't braid my hair a certain way, my hair won't all be curly the same in the same pattern. So I yep. gotta. That's why it takes me so long. I'm like, oh my goodness, like, uh, Licia, Licia, kind of like uh, mastered hers. 
I think it took her a little while. She was doing these twist outs and she kind of yeah. just let it flow. And she was telling me the products she was using. Yeah, I try to use natural stuff like shea butter. Yeah. Um, I use the black magic. The blue magic. Oh, the blue in the magic jar. in the jar. Because that really helps my hair. Like, keeps it moisturized and it can last long and it don't get dirty. See, I but can't like I can't do gel that. because if I use gel, I just don't like the feeling of it, and uh, it's annoying. Yeah, see, and I so for me with gel, it don't do nothing but curl my hair up. That's it. That's I like it. gel for that. I yeah, like the curliness. Yeah, that's all it does for me. Um, and I found when they came out with edge control, that was the best thing they could do. <laughs> I know my hair don't. It's so sad because I can't use edge control. Control it. My hair just gets curly. Now nah, you got to find the right one. I, I have tried every single trust one. Trust me, because I was not, the same way. Not. I So I was the same way with edge control. I was like, this don't work either. I was like, another dud. It's a specific edge control that I can only use. The only thing is it sucks because it's expensive. And Yeah, that's the thing. And I don't want to have to go through that. Yeah. Like, I'm tired of buying shit that's so expensive as natural hair. That's why I do. That's why I just do natural stuff. Like, the stuff I was boiling on the stove is clovers and mint, rosemary. I let that boil. Nice. Then I let it cool. Then once it gets real dark, I pour it in a mason jar. I put it in the refrigerator. I dilute it with alkaline water. Uh-huh. It's already boiled. It's going to turn purified anyways. Right. But because I can't use regular water in my hair. Right. But that shit makes my hair curly and soft. Like, my hair loves it. Oh, we got to talk then because I need some uh, hair tips. I guess I have to... We have to. I have to come back for a natural hair podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, for real. I have to, yeah. I've no. been doing a lot of rem- different remedies. I've been doing... This thing I've been doing once a month, and my I see my hair grow, and I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Like my hair's growing. Yeah, yeah, we gotta talk. My my issue ain't the growth part. Mine's is the finding the right products yeah, for the hair to texture. get it mixed to get it manageable to so that I can get it trained. It hasn't been trained in so long, and I don't have the patience. I used to be into hair. I used to be a hairstylist, actually licensed hairstylist. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, years ago. I hate hair now. <laughs> After two girls and their hair down their back, I hate hair. I hate yeah. hair now. When I cut my hair off, I loved it, but even with it short, I still had to put a lot of water, put a lot of gel because yeah. my hair was so thick. Yeah. You- I only had this much hair. And it was still, it still felt thick. And I kept telling my cousin, like, "Did you? are you sure you, she's like, Julia, you ain't, Miss Baker, you don't have no damn hair. It's gone. And I'm like, <laughs> nah, like it still feels like there's a lot on my she's like, your hair is thick. <laughs> I was like, all right. And it was short. And I was like, oh shit, it is short. I didn't realize I cut all my damn hair off. <laughs> like but that, I loved guys. it. I loved it. It was beautiful. But it's like it was really hard to maintain. It's nice it though, because it grows back in. It's it's nice and healthy though. It is nice and healthy, but it's, it's nice so it's healthy. still thick, and it's like, oh man, I don't complain about it, but it does take time. It's a blessing, but though. it's all I'm as I'm getting, you know, stretching it and getting making it maintainable. It is it is getting better as it's growing. So yeah. 
it becomes more manageable yeah you keep your routine going it becomes more manageable yeah my mother yeah. hated my hair growing up that's all my she used to too. say oh my god that's thick stuff that's that mm-hmm. she used to complain but yeah no but it's a um i don't know how do you feel as far as dating and being a big girl and what do you feel like the pool's like out there like at your age i know um i know a lot of these young guys a brainwash uh by king vaughn and them and taking the hoes to the o's to the hotel and <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> so you know how do you feel oh man for me it's like I don't know. It's it's very different because I've learned to. I've always had. I always had it for the sense of like, I always get what I want. Right. I'm just that person. Right. What I see, I'll get because I know I'm able to. It's just the energy that I give, and my my I'm genuine. My spirits is good. Right. My energy, my vibe, my intentions are all well. Right. But when it comes to dudes, it's like. I will get across a, a few men that might say a few things like making it seem as if like, oh, well, you know, you look good and all this other stuff. And I'm like, is that all you have to give to say to me? Right. Because there's more that I can give other than my physical appearance. Right. And I try to tell people like I'm attracted to what's intellectually in your mind and not necessarily on the outside. I'm kind of over that phase. Right. I went through that phase in high school. Yeah, he's cute. I like him. But now it's like, nah, I don't give a fuck because <laughs> right. the cutest ones be the most fucked up ones. Right. And it's like, I'd rather just take my chances with just getting to know someone on the inside rather than looking on the outside. Right. Not having that illusion and also not being digmatized because right. I feel like, you know, growing up, all of my friends, they dealing with these dudes that ain't shit, but they digmatize. Right. And because that's the only dude that's loving up on them as a big girl, it's hard for them to let that go because they don't think that they'll have that experience again. Right. And I'm glad that I didn't have to go through that. Not to say that I have never felt like, oh, well, I can't let go. Obviously, every woman has that had that experience where they like, oh, I really like him. I don't want to let him go type of thing. But it's like, no, like this is not it's not it. It's not real love. But for me, like dating, talking to guys and trying to get to know guys, it's like it's either you get one or the other. Well, because you're intertwining your soul with somebody that else. That too, that too, you and you're sharing saying? energies, and right. it's just that energy might not be your energy. So it's like right. that's so important too, right? So if you know, you're not, you know, if you're not, um, if you're not one that's easily able to just jump in and out of the bed with people, yeah. Um, it's more damaged than anything because you get stuck sometimes. Yeah. You get stuck. I mean, I've been stuck before and it had nothing to do. Like somebody said to me one time, like, Oh, you must be digmatized. And it wasn't about the sex. It wasn't about the person, the way they love. Right. Because that's the thing. Nobody knows about you and that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and this the is connection, the right. They don't know that connection. And that's the, especially when everything's not bad. 